Well, once again, thank you for allowing me to celebrate Mass here. It's a beautiful parish, I have to say. I'm already at peace here in a Queen of Peace parish, so thank you. My dear friends, I'm, I am truly happy to be with you this evening uh, in this beautiful parish under the patronage of Queen of Peace. Please know that you and the entire Diocese of Phoenix um, are in my prayers. As many of you know, last week I had lost my sister to suicide. And Mary, my sister, suffered from depression for most of her life. And, and in many ways, our family is happy to know that she is no longer suffering from this mental disorder. Nevertheless, however, I, I ask you to pray for my sister, Mary, that she will rest in peace with the Queen of Peace and Jesus, the Prince of Peace. On a lighter level, I invited you to pray for my sister Mary. On a lighter level, I ask you to say another prayer for me. You see, while I'm truly happy to be here, I'm also a little anxious about something that is going on. This is because my favorite baseball team, the San Diego Padres, <laughs> They're down one to two against the Philadelphia Phillies, so they really need your prayers. And finally, I ask you to say another prayer for our missionaries throughout the world. Today is World Mission Sunday. This day is celebrated in all uh, the local churches as kind of the feast of Catholicity and the universal solidarity so Christians the world over will recognize their common responsibility regarding the evangelization of the world. Typically, we call on the patron saints for the mission, Saints Francis Xavier and Saint Therese of Lisieux, recognizing their zeal to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth. However, as we see the hardships of so many people throughout the world and the desperate need to give them good news uh, by aiding our contemporary missionaries in the fields, we can turn to the patroness of this wonderful parish, Our Lady Queen of Peace. Let us ask Our Lady to pray for us so that we may turn our hearts and our minds to our brothers and sisters in the world who do not know the blessings of the Lord as proclaimed in the gospel. My friends, our missionaries, priests and religious men and women, deacons and lay faithful, are in some of the remotest parts of the world, even in war-torn and drought-stricken areas, and desperately they need our prayers. In addition, of course, they need our financial support. The evangelization of the church uh, begins in our parish communities where we're able to support those missionaries throughout the world. Indeed, it's not enough for us to hear the first reading today and not somehow act upon it. That first reading from Sirach reminds us that the Lord hears the cry of the poor and will not delay in his response to their needs. However, we have heard it before, the Lord has no hands but ours. Through us, the Lord listens and hears the cry of the poor. 
of those who need to feel and hear the good news. And through us, as we pray for and give to the missions, the Lord does not delay in responding to our missionary brothers and sisters. Sirach says, the Lord hears the cry of the poor and he does not delay in his response to their needs. And that happens through us. It is for this reason that I ask you to give generously from your heart that prayerful response and also financially to the worldwide missionary efforts of the Catholic Church through this small, or through this World Mission Sunday appeal. Your gift, large and small, is our collective response to announce the good news that the Lord is alive and well, even in the hardest and most desperate parts of the world. You have uh, outside uh, at the tables uh, the mission appeal letters for the World Mission Sunday. And hopefully you will be able to take that home and prayerfully consider your gift. In our gospel, we hear the two people who go to the temple to pray, the Pharisee and the tax collector. One who is seemingly a saint, who pays tithes and fasts, etc., and the other a sinner, the tax collector. I could go on about the narcissistic character of the Pharisee. We've all heard that story before, and many homilies have been focused on that sort of way about him, where he thinks he's all that with God. He's got it good with God. He's checked off all the boxes. I could go on about that narcissistic character of the Pharisee and the utter humility of the tax collector. That's the other side of the story, as we heard. But in truth, they both went to the temple. In some ways, they both should be honored for doing that. Both were having a conversation with God. Of course, while these extreme cases of saint and sinner, or so-called saint and sinner, our cathedral, while these are extreme cases, I should say, our cathedral here, oops, our parish here, I'm also preaching at the cathedral tomorrow. <laughs> our parish here is also filled with saints and sinners. But they, like us, go to the temple or to church, saints and sinners alike. And that's a good start. We go to church and we offer our prayers to our God, asking our Lord to make us right again with him. However, it is what happens after we leave the church that matters. Jesus says regarding the tax collector, he goes home justified. Certainly that's a beginning, that's a start. Do we go home justified? Do we go out justified? Or even better, do we go out at all? Do we just return to our ordinary lives or do we make a commitment of prayer and sacrifice to go out? In other words, are we accustomed only to going to church? Or can we be challenged to be church and go out to the world? That is really what we are called to be, to be church. We go to church, do our duty, chuck that box, but are we church? Have we embraced that reality that we are church and we go out 
to the world. Once again, we have an opportunity to truly be church, the body of Christ, and go out to all the nations and proclaim the goodness of Christ, especially through our prayers and gifts to our missionaries throughout through the World Mission Sunday. Perhaps this Sunday, this weekend, may be a life-altering weekend for us to embrace the truth that we are truth, that we are church, and we go out. Returning to my Padres, when I was a child, the team motto for the San Diego baseball team was, keep the faith. Keep the faith. That was because we were always losing. Just keep the faith. <laughs> However, perhaps as Catholics, our motto should go out and share the faith. Share the faith, not just keep the faith. Anyone can keep the faith. Anyone can come to church. Anyone can do church things here. But we have to share the faith. Coming around this altar today, let us receive the Lord as food for our journey so that we may go out into our busy week prepared to joyfully share the good news. Now I asked you to offer three prayers. One was for my sister Mary, and I thank you for doing that in anticipation of your prayers. Um, to pray for the missionaries, and of course to pray for the Padres. But I would also ask you to pray for two wonderful people here who are going to celebrate their 50th anniversary, and Father Tom is going to conduct that, Joe and Jenny Balway. So we have four prayers to offer today, and I invite you to uh, remember them in prayer, Joe and Jenny.